going to begin on campus where UNC System President Peter Hans has named the 13 members of a search committee to identify top candidates to be the next chancellor at UNC Chapel Hill. Dr. Christy Page will head up the committee. She's the chief academic officer at UNC Health and the executive dean of the School of Medicine. Other members include faculty chair Beth Morocco, student body president Christopher Everett, board of governors chair Randy Ramsey, board of trustees chair John Pryor, and Peter Hans himself. You can get the full list of 13 names on our website, chapelboro.com. Turning to local government, Chatham County commissioners are holding a legislative breakfast this morning with the county's state legislative delegation to share their goals and priorities for the upcoming General Assembly session. Meanwhile, in Carborough, the town council has a work session tonight at 7 to discuss the structure and makeup of town boards and commissions. Last week, the council took what turned out to be an unexpectedly contentious vote to change the name of Carr Street to Braxton Fushi Street. The point was to honor a local civil rights leader and remove the name of a notorious white supremacist. Everyone on board with that, but residents on the street objected because they hadn't been included in the process or even notified until the last minute. Mayor Barbara Fushi recused herself from the actual vote because she's married to Braxton, but she discussed the process afterward with 97.9 The Hill. I was really struck Tuesday night by the comments from the community. Um, I do pride myself on being very engaged in the community and wanting to hear from all voices. But I think, you know, what happened here was everyone was real happy for the intent behind it. But that letter went out really late. It went out like a week before we were to codify (laughs) the street renaming. And so, rightly so, uh, folks from that street came in and they were absolutely furious. And I felt all of that. (laughs) We needed to do this better, right? But what I, what I will say is there are efforts behind the scenes to further assist uh, the residents. Town Manager Parker and I had a meeting today, and we talked about that. Staff is diligently working um, to not only do some of the address changes from the town side for those 45 or so residents, but also to provide a very comprehensive kind of punch list, checklist, you know, that residents can go by in order to finish getting that address changed. That's going to take effect, I think, towards the end of next month. But it was not lost on me that that was occurring um, and the emails that we are receiving. And so that's all on us. And so I just, for the future... (laughs) <laughs> when you know better, you do better. That's Carborough Mayor Barbara Fushi speaking there. You can get the full conversation in the News on the Hill section of our website, chapelborough.com. Meanwhile, no meetings in Durham this week, but WRAL reports police are getting involved after an altercation at last Monday's city council meeting. One woman in attendance was holding an Israeli flag, and another woman reportedly took the flag and dragged the first woman on the floor, causing minor injuries. Police are now trying to identify the suspect. In state news, Governor Roy Cooper yesterday signed an executive order setting new statewide conservation goals for forests and wetlands. The order directs the state to take steps to permanently conserve a million new acres, restore another million acres, and plant one million new trees in urban areas. Meanwhile, in Winston-Salem, a date has been set for a trial on a federal lawsuit challenging North Carolina's new voter ID requirement. District Judge Loretta Biggs will hear arguments starting May 6th. Voter ID requirement will be in place for the March 5th primary. 
primary. Early voting for that primary starts on Thursday. You can visit our website, chapelboro.com, this week for all the info you need on how to cast your ballot early this year, including early voting locations, times and hours, plus details about registration and voting by mail. Finally, we head to campus where Carolina Connections and Mina Akram had a chance to visit with Hanley House, a 16-year-old North Carolinian and future Tar Heel who just became this year's Miss America teen. Amina filed this report. After losing her high school pageant in Johnston County a year ago, winning the title of Miss America teen 2024 was something 16-year-old Hanley House did not anticipate. Many people who knew her celebrated her victory. Those included high school teachers, friends, neighbors, and relatives who got together to watch the competition on TV. House is still processing her win. It felt like an out-of-body experience, um, something that I want to experience again as Miss North Carolina to become Miss America instead of a Miss America's teen again. Um, But, you know, that opportunity, um, that whole week was just so good. Even Hanley House's mother, Karen House, could not contain her excitement. She smiled proudly as she spoke about her daughter. It's been surreal. The moment that they called North Carolina as the winner, knowing that just less than a year before that, she was not even looking (laughs) at that path, Um, and to watch how hard she worked. House was still in disbelief weeks after she won. She showed us her much-cherished possessions, her crown, and her big, bold white and black sash that says Miss America Teen 2024. I was able to make so many more friends from all of different states all around this amazing nation that we live in. House is a junior at Cleveland High School in Johnston County. She plans to attend UNC. As part of the prize package, she received a $75,000 scholarship to attend a college of her choice. I want to attend the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill um, to study business. There's no other place, better place to do it rather than right here. Um, And so being able to come here, um, I like to call it my home already. House, who did not grow up participating in beauty pageants, attributes her sudden rise to fame and success to her community, her parents, and her strong work ethic. Living in that fearless mindset, working hard, not giving up, um, and truly being surrounded by such an amazing village has gotten me where I am today. House is also a professional dancer at the Academy of Performing Arts in Apex. House dance teacher Nancy Andrew is still thrilled for her student. Andrew says the entire school is very proud of her and made multiple watch parties the day she was crowned. I feel like she truly embodies what it is to be a woman who supports women. That is something that was evident from the second she stepped in our studio. She was always cheering for other kids, always supporting others, and had just such like an empathy for what other kids were experiencing and what they were feeling. House also runs a sticker business and a nonprofit organization called Passion for Profit, which empowers young girls to build leadership and entrepreneurship skills. Karen House says the sky is the limit for her daughter. I was just enjoying watching her have fun and experience and learn and grow. I was never really thinking about the end because I knew that God, whatever he had planned for her is where we were going to end up. In Chapel Hill, 
I'm Amina Akram. For Carolina Connection, a student-produced radio newscast from the UNC Hussman School of Journalism and Media that airs Saturday mornings at 8.30 on 97.9 The Hill. It is time now for sports, brought to this hour by Olmaz Jewelers. Big game tonight for UNC men's basketball. Tar Heels up north, taking on Syracuse. Carolina's down to number seven in this week's AP rankings and number five in the coaches' poll, but they're still in first place in the ACC, up a game on Virginia. Syracuse, meanwhile, is six and seven in conference play. They've lost four of their last six, and they need a big win to keep their NCAA tournament hopes alive. The Heels already blew out Syracuse last month, 103-67 to at home, but head coach Hubert Davis says they've got to be ready for a tough match tonight. We get everybody's best shot. So, I mean, you know, the energy that we get, you know, from opposing teams, it's always going to be at a high level. So, you know, in, in terms of specifically addressing that, that's something that's doesn't even have to be mentioned. It's, it's you know, it's known. I mean, Syracuse is 11-2 at home. Really good basketball team. I'm a huge fan of uh, Coach Autry. And um, they've got some guys that are some of the better players in our conference. And they're a team that uh, leads the ACC in steals and forced turnovers. And so it's just gonna be huge for us to take care of the basketball. If we take care of the basketball and rebound, it puts us in a good position on the road. But as I said before, they're a good basketball team and they play even better at home. And we know that. And Hubert Davis there. Tonight's game tips off at 7. We'll have all the action for you right here on 97.9 on the Hill starting at 5.30 with countdown to tip off. UNC women's lacrosse is also in action tonight hosting Liberty in their home opener at 5 p.m. on Dorrance Field. Third-ranked Tar Heels are coming off a season opening loss at James Madison 19-18 in overtime. They've never lost to Liberty, though, in three previous meetings. Elsewhere in sports, congrats to Tar Heel freshman gymnast Carmen Rueda, named ACC Newcomer of the Week after taking second on floor exercises in a meet against NC State. Meanwhile, in the pool, the UNC swimming and diving team wrapped up its regular season at the Cavalier Invitational in Virginia over the weekend, with the women taking second and the men finishing third. Next up for them, the ACC Championships next week in Greensboro. And the Carolina Hurricanes are back in action tonight. First game in a three-game road trip for them, taking on the Stars in Dallas. Faceoff time is set for eight.